What's crack? Big dogs. Welcome. Bike to the channel. Welcome. Bike to the headquarters. My name is Nicholas. This is BDG. Big dogs got to eat. And we're going to run through my rankings. My rankings just went live every Thursday around noon Eastern time. Because we live on the East Coast. The East Coast. This point of the year, it's more like the East Infection Coast. I don't want any fucking part of it. I'm sorry for that graphic image. It's a fantasy football video. If you want my rankings, the only place to get them is on bdge.store. bdge.store forward slash community for all your big dogs, members, goat members. Uh, they're up there for you. And they will be updated in real time and live time, which is the only way you can do things nowadays because of COVID. And I'm up to the minute literally taking guys in and out of my rankings. We're going to run through my rankings, the flex position basically and uh, talk about guys I have much higher than consensus talk about guys I have lower than consensus uh, a lot of the guys that will fall into this will be based on injuries and, and COVID related things because um, some people haven't updated the rankings, so it skews the numbers a little bit but I'll tell you you know like Austin Eckler out so where am I going to be ranking guys like Justin Jackson etc but again if you want to know any specific players they will all be available in the rankings on bdge.store forward slash community i apologize if like this is a little less well researched in the video and a little more on the go off the top off the domer uh because during these unprecedented i saw a uh, really funny tweet the other day that it was like all right times are starting to become precedented but i'm yeah it was good anyways um if you're not following me on twitter make sure you do so at nick ercolano you could do so on the instagram as well i'm ready to roll so if y'all are ready to roll, not that you can answer me anyways, let's uh, let's fucking do this. Let's tuck our shirts in. Let's stop yelling and let's eat. All right, so as we make our way down the flex rankings, I'm only going to highlight guys that I'm very, very different on as per ECR expert consensus rankings. The first one that jumps off is Alexander Madison. I have all the way up at running back three, sixth overall. We just heard breaking news that Mr. Dalvin Cook has landed himself on the COVID IR list. I don't know if he's going to play. I have no idea who the fuck's going to play at any time, which is again, why we keep these rankings updated. But if Dalvin Cook's out, even in a tough matchup against the Rams, Alexander Madison becomes the clear bell cow workhorse have to start him in your lineups. Top six overall flex play for me as we move a little bit further down the rankings. We have Antonio Brown. I'm 12 spots higher on than consensus. I have Antonio Brown down as the number 19 overall flex player. These are half PPR rankings on the website. We have PPR and standard as well. Ronald Jones at 18 and Rob Gronkowski at 21. So we have the sandwich of Tampa Bay players in the 18 to 21 range. You're getting all three of those players into your lineup. Ronald Jones probably has the safest floor. Antonio Brown coming back from a myriad of, of problems and issues and personal things and ankles and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Perfect storm for him with Chris Godwin and likely Mike Evans out. He hasn't been ruled out yet, but I do think he'll probably be ruled out. So that leaves Antonio Brown as a clear wide receiver one. I mean, he was he was flirting with the wide receiver one status with Godwin and Evans on the field for the first half of the season. So they'll take those two out. And I can't imagine Antonio Brown seeing fewer than like 12 targets in this game. You give him 12 Tom Brady targets, ramp up. Same thing with Gronk, man. Gronk, I think we're underplaying just how involved Gronk was when these two uh, stars for Tampa Bay got injured last week. Gronk, horrible game. Two catches. He had 11 targets, though. 
If you don't think Gronk and AB are going to combine for like 25 targets in this one, you got your fucking mind. But Gronk is all the way up as my 21st ranked player. He is behind George Kittle and Travis Kelsey in the rankings, but you could absolutely make the argument that he should be above Travis Kelsey in the tight end rankings. But I have Gronk above players like CeeDee Lamb, James Conner, who I might need to take off this list too because he's got the heel injury, DeAndre Swift, Stephon Diggs, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones. Like he's a guy that needs to be in your lineup if you already have, you know, George Kittle, if you already have Mark Andrews or something, you want you want to double up on tight ends this week, absolutely. And speaking of DeAndre Swift, I have him as my 25th overall ranked player. This is with the expectation that he is obviously bike on the field. He's my RB11. They're playing at Atlanta. It's a juicy, 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 juicy matchup. Um, they will be without Jared Goff. So they will be relying heavily on their running backs. Both him and Jamal Williams were back at practice. I kind of wish they weren't because I wanted to see my man Craig continue to Mac. Nonetheless, if he suits up, he's got to be in your lineup because the matchup is just, just too juicy. As we continue down thy list, I have Christian Kirk, 18 spots higher than consensus, all the way up at wide receiver 12, 30th overall. With DeAndre Hopkins out, man, Christian Kirk has taken over as the alpha. Maybe it's not super pretty. Maybe he's not making DeAndre Hopkins type plays. But the guy's getting the targets. He's producing. He's Kyler Murray's number one pass catcher. Get Christian Kirk into your lineup. He's a, he's a legit wide receiver one for me. You play against the Indianapolis Colts. The Indianapolis Colts are, I don't want to say they're complete pass funnel defense, but they're really good against the runs. Really hard to run against them. I mean, they're a really good overall defense, but you can beat them through the air. And that's the way I imagine Arizona trying to do things, especially if James Conner is out or limited in this game, they're going to have to attack him through the air. And that makes Christian Kirk the default number one in this offense. I just, I'm way higher overall on tight ends this week than consensus. I have Dawson Knox, 30 spots higher, all the way up at my 32nd ranked overall player in flex, where he's down at 62 in expert consensus. They go against New England, so tough matchup, of course. But with Beasley out and possibly Emmanuel Sanders out as well, Stefan Diggs getting a ton of JC Jackson. This really opens it up for Dawson Knox and Gabriel Davis to be the guys in this offense for this week. And maybe that's thinking of it like too straightforward, which never tends to add up when it comes to fantasy football. But everything on paper, you know, says that this should be a monster Dawson Knox and Gabriel Davis game because those other two guys out. Stephon Diggs getting JC Jackson. Love that. And again, just going on the tight end rampage here i have zach Ertz up at 46th overall which is 24 spots higher as my tight end six zach Ertz is you know just like christian kirk has become like a mainstay i believe he had 11 targets last week with deandre hopkins out zach Ertz has looked you know honestly this is the best he's looked in like four or five years he looks as good right now in arizona and he's basically ever looked in philadelphia he's making plays he's a big part of this offense he's making plays with the ball in his hands which is something that i didn't even think was possible for mr zach Ertz. so i have him up at tight end six 46th overall, ahead of Jalen Waddell, ahead of Clyde Edwards Hilaire, ahead of Melvin Gordon, ahead of Josh Jacobs. I just think um, if he scores a touchdown, you're going to get 18, 19 points out of Mr. Zach Ertz because of his involvement in this Arizona offense. We did skip over Mr. Justin Jackson. So we'll assume Austin Eckler is out because he is on the COVID list. I have Justin Jackson all the way up as the 38th ranked player in flex at Houston. Beautiful matchup. RB17. Justin Jackson is the clear number two here. Last week where Austin Eckler was limited uh, because of the ankle injury, still ended up playing. Justin Jackson had 13 carries. Austin Eckler had 12. Justin Jackson is a much better pass catcher than Josh Kelly. I have a little bit of a worry, not a worry per se, but I think both of these guys are probably playable if Austin Eckler's out. I would much prefer Jackson. Jackson, I think he's a better player. I think he's a better pass catcher. When they get, I mean, they're playing against Houston. So they should be on the goal line often. They should have a ton of scoring opportunities. I wouldn't be surprised if both running backs do find the paint box 
in this one. I think Justin Jackson will get more work, but I think both of them will get a lot of work and it will be efficient work in this one. So I uh, really like Justin Jackson. He's obviously a top 17 running back for me. I think you could probably argue him all the way up to. I have Zeke ahead of him at RB16 right now, one spot ahead, which is probably a little bit too generous. I could probably hop Jackson over Zeke as long as we have confirmation Eckler is out. Zeke's got a tough matchup. Uh, against the Washington run defense. Uh, Jalen Waddle and Clyde Ebertolaire, those two back-to-back for me, 47-48, which is 14 and 19 spots lower than consensus right now. Jalen Waddle, I have his wide receiver 21. I think Devontae Parker, now fully healthy, has been eating more and more into the workload there. And Jalen Waddle's coming back from the COVID list. So we don't know how that's affected him. They're at New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans is going to be without their starting quarterback. It's not going to be a game where Miami's going to have to air the ball out a lot in order to win this game. I could see this being an over-under of like, 38 points or something so yes in half ppr waddle might catch like six seven eight passes but i don't see it being a big explosive type day for him so he's still down at wide receiver 21 still very startable but i don't see him as a must start like he's been throughout the year when Devonte parker was sidelined so parker's been much bigger as an impact player in this offense uh, as of late, and I expect that to continue to be the case. And again, not a high-scoring explosive game, so it's not like I want a ton of pieces in the Miami versus New Orleans game. Saquon, I have 20 spots lower than consensus. So Saquon, I have down at 55 as running back 24, and he's 35th in overall flex rankings. I just don't understand what people are watching to rank him that high. Like, I don't feel good about having him in my starting lineup. Yes, he's Saquon, but like, feels like every single time you watch a big play happen, you're like, let's go, it's Saquon, and then it's Devontae Booker fucking every single time and it's like is Devontae Booker legit just at this point in the season better than Saquon Barkley it might just be the case like there's definitely some shit going on with Saquon I don't know if he's not fully healed with you know something that we always say on this channel throughout the offseason is we want players two years removed from ACL an ACL tear not one year removed okay so his shit just might not be fully healthy whether it's the ankle whether it's the ACL there's something going on there that's making Saquon not Saquon he's still young I'll just never forget, he had 2,000 yards from scrimmage as a rookie. We will see the old Saquon eventually, just not eventually in 2021, all right? So he does not need to be in your lineups. Jared Patterson I have at 59 overall, running back 25, which is way high. I mean, Antonio Gibson dealing with the turf toe. J.D. McKissick on the IR. He might be the only running back in his backfield that they have to give the ball to. And they're playing at Dallas, so a very tough matchup. Regardless, fast run, uh, fast linebackers moving around, closing up those holes quickly. Very startable. Running back 25. I'm not going to go crazy about Jared Patterson, but Taylor Heineke back. This could just lead to a lot of opportunity overall for Mr. Jared Patterson. So he's definitely, definitely startable. I'm not going to go crazy on his outlook for this week, though. Adam Thielen and Amon Ross St. Brown. I'm a little bit lower overall than ECR. ECR is Adam Thielen as the 37th ranked overall player. Coming back from the high ankle sprain, guys who miss multiple weeks with a serious injury like that tend to have a lower snap count, a lower production level. Plus, they're going against the Rams, which is a very tough pass defense uh, for Minnesota. So I have him ranked down at 65, wide receiver 30. Right behind him, I have Amon Ross St. Brown as wide receiver 30 one, which is 22 spots lower than overall consensus rankings. I'm on Rossi Brown. I mean, it's simp- It's a it's a pretty simple argument. Tim fucking Boyle. Tevin Coleman, I have up at RB32, 50 spots higher than consensus. It's obviously anytime there's an injury, guys tend to wait a little bit to move up in the rankings or adjust their rankings. So I have him up at RB32. If Michael Carter, who's on the COVID IR list, misses this game, it's probably Tevin Coleman's backfield. 
and they get to play against Jacksonville. So it's not going to be a game where they're probably game scripting out the one and two down back like Tevin Coleman, who's going to get the goal line carries. He was getting the goal line carries while Michael Carter was there. So Tevin Coleman, I expect to be a really, really big part of this offense, almost like a Devin Singletary type player who I have five, four spots higher than Tevin Coleman, where it's like 15 to 18 carries. How involved in the passing game? We don't know. Probably getting some of the goal line work, but it's overall not like a juicy, juicy spot overall outside of just straight volume. With Brandon Cooks out, I think Nico Collins becomes startable. I have him up as 85th overall wide receiver 41 versus the Chargers. I mean, they have no one else to throw the fucking ball to. Him and Brevin Jordan, I would guess, become like semi-intriguing plays if you're super desperate and you're like, fuck, I need some kind of wide receiver. If you were rolling out like Godwin and Evans and I don't know, maybe like Tyreek Hill, if he's still on the COVID list, then maybe you look at Nico Collins as you're like your wide receiver three or four. It's not pretty, but you got to do something there. Again, I have all of these tight ends. I have Hunter Henry, uh, 15 spots higher than consensus with Kendrick Bournes on the COVID list. I believe Nelson Aguilar didn't practice. They have just a lot of question marks in that offense. And Hunter Henry has been a touchdown machine. Uh, so I'm up at t- a tight end 11, 15 spots higher overall in the flex ranking. Same thing with Cole Komet, 24 spots higher. Jared Cook, 27 spots higher. Devonta Freeman. Uh, this might be a little bit of a mistake. I have Devonta Freeman as the 100th overall ranked player this week. Running back 40. Consensus has him at 74. Last week, we finally saw this come to a clash in terms of this backfield where it went back to a pure committee. Latavius Murray and uh, Devonta Freeman were purely, purely sharing touches. It was not 18 touches for DeMont Freeman, eight for Latavius Murray. It was like nine and nine, okay? Um, so we, the problem is we can't, pre- like, I might sound stupid, and DeMont Freeman could end up going back to the lead committee here and getting 16 to 18 touches, but right now you can't trust him in your lineups. They're at Cincinnati, which is a really underratedly tough uh, defense, especially to run against. So, I mean, we saw what they did to Najee Harris last week. I don't see a lot of success with Devonta Freeman. We also don't know the quarterback situation. If Tyler Huntley is back there, maybe they do end up going with a little bit more Latavius Murray again like they did last week. So that's a problem for me. I have Devonta Freeman way lower than consensus. And once you get outside like the top 100, uh, you're probably not doing very well in your fantasy lineups to begin with or your fantasy league so if you're getting outside the top 100 and you're looking for like tight end starts or flex plays or something probably not doing the best okay and uh and you don't deserve any of my fucking smoke no i'm kidding but if you want the rankings bdg.store forward slash community i'm trying to figure out when to do q and assault this week because normally i do them on saturdays and that's christmas day but you guys have games on christmas so i can't move it to sunday otherwise we're behind three games Maybe Friday, but we're already doing a live stream for Fade the Public. Maybe I do Q&A Salt Friday morning at like 10 or 11 a.m. Eastern time. And then when I go home for Christmas Eve, I'll go to the dungeon. Me, Animal Snacks will live stream for Fade the Public later in the day, like 2 or 3 o'clock. I don't know. What do you guys want me to do for Q&A Salt? I don't really know what to do because it's kind of a tough spot right this moment. Okay, that is all. I apologize if I fucked up any of the COVID players on the list taken off the list, just put on the list. There's a lot lot going on this week, of course. But good luck in week 16, of course. I hope you all get the hardware. I hope we make the chip game. I hope uh, you did better than I did in my leagues this year. I love you. I'm out of here. Hit the thumbs up if you enjoyed. Subscribe to the channel if you're new. And again, we will be live streaming Fade the Public at some point tomorrow, probably in the 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern time range. I'm out of here.
This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.